Written by Bill Craig. Narrated by Chris Iker. Dedication for Marie Arnold, my very real prairie angel, and for Mariah and Savannah, two of the sweetest little girls in the world, and to Jack for being such a good son, with love. Wolf Creek Pass, Chapter One Seems like most of the trouble I ever found was because of a woman. This time was no different in that respect, except for the fact that this time it was a gal I plumbed intended to marry. That's a bold statement, as you may well guess, especially since we had never been formally introduced. But my heart, I knew it just as soon as I seen her step out of the dress shop. S-H-O-P-P-E. Yeah, that's how it was spelled, with two P's and an E on the end of it. She was standing there in the afternoon sun, the light gleaming off her long red hair, her cinnamon-colored eyes, intelligent in a suntan face. The bright blue dress she wore caught my eye as quick as sunlight flashing off a mirror. She had bright red lips and a smattering of freckles across her cheeks, and I was sure that an angel had just stepped out of heaven to greet me on the street. It would take a spell before I was able to find out her name, but at that moment, the first time I saw her, I knew she was the girl for me. The name's Tucker, Hannibal Tucker. Most of the time, I punch cows for a living, but I just finished a drive and decided to head north and west to see what I could see, so I had a full poke of cash and nowhere to be. That's how I landed in the little town of Wolf Creek, Montana. Montana was prime cattle country, and I was of a mind to buy me some land and a few head of cattle to set up ranching on my own. I'd worked for a number of big outfits, and I'd seen that the only way to make any real money in the cattle business was to be the boss. I kept my horse moving, but I admit to slowing a bit when my angel of the prairie gave me a brief, if encouraging, smile. It was about the prettiest smile I can ever recollect seeing, so I was a mite distracted as I moved a bit on down the street. That's how I come I knocked Mitch Rattigan down with my horse. Of course, if he had been uh, paying attention, it probably could have been avoided altogether. But he wasn't, and so it wasn't, and all in all, it spoiled a right nice afternoon. I slid out of the saddle and reached down to offer Radigan a hand up, but he come up swinging. I ducked a punch and landed one of my own that sat him right back down. Only this time, his butt landed right smack in a fresh pile of road apples uh, that Duke, my horse, had just finished dropping in the dusty street. Now that made old Radigan even madder, and he come up cussing me and calling me about every name under the sun. I took it for a second and then knocked him down again, right back into the squished pile of road apples. It was when he started to get up again that I decided it had gone on long enough, and I filled my hand with my trusty Colt Peacemaker. I'd think that getting knocked down three times would be enough for any man, I told him over the barrel of the Colt. It stopped him all right, brought him to a halt dead in his tracks. I felt a mite sorry making him sit there in the road apples like that, but he really wasn't giving me no choice in the matter. Even you didn't have that gun in your hands, Drifter. I'd wipe the whole street with you, Radigan had hissed back. Now I knew him by both sight and reputation, but he didn't know me from Adam. I'd seen him draw on a man down Texas way, and he was rattlesnake quick with a short gun, but then again... So was I. Maybe so, Radigan, but it will be another day. 
I'm right sorry for running into you with my horse and knocking you down, but after the way you came up, I ain't a bit sorry about knocking you down again, I told him. You know who I am? he asked, amazed that possessing that knowledge I still braced him. Now, I don't reckon I'd have called you by name if I didn't. I want no trouble, but if you insist, then open the dance and we'll just see who has to pay the piper, I replied, the gun still steady in my fist. I watched his eyes, and you could see him studying on it. I knew who he was, but he had no idea about me. Was I really just some drifting saddle bum, or was there more to me? Radigan was smart enough to see that he wasn't.